How's it going, Leopard fans? Thank you for listening to the Laverne Athletics podcast and for tuning in for another episode of Leo's On The Spot. First of all, thank you for listening. Please rate, subscribe, and review. And most importantly, please share this with all your Leo family, your teammates, your friends, whoever. We want to grow this community, grow our audience, and get more people checking in and listening to the great stories from people of our athletic department and, of course, all of our great student-athletes. Today, we're very lucky to have the head coach of the University of Laverne football team, Chris Creek. Coach, how are you doing today? Hey, Anthony, I'm doing well, man. I, I really appreciate doing these. These are, these are awesome to watch on, on, uh, online. And, and uh, you know, I get to, I get to uh, learn a little bit about uh, a lot of my colleagues that, uh, that maybe they don't share as much. So, uh, so this, has been, this has been a lot of fun. I really appreciate you doing this. And, and uh, I bet it's got to be fun for you to do it as well. Yeah, definitely. You know, it, I mean, you know, just as well as anyone, you know, how busy we can get in our jobs and just how easy it is to stay focused on getting the next task done that, you know, we don't get to get in-depth conversations with each other all the time. So it's been really fun getting to, to know everybody a little bit more and know their backgrounds and how they ended up at Laverne. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm fired up, man. I was excited for, for your call. So here we go. All right, let's do it. So coach, uh, we've been away from the office for a long time. Please tell us <laughs> Where have you been spending the majority of your time since we've been away from the office? Yeah, I mean, the majority of your time has been at home. You know, I think that's that's the, the you know, uh, the standard now with, with during these COVID times have been, you know, you're, you're at home and, and doing your best to keep your family safe and healthy and things along those lines. And so, you know, we've, we've been, you know, a part of that. It's been so difficult to be away from the office. Uh, you know, this is my makeshift office uh, in, in one of our, you know, in our spare bedroom here. And uh, uh, it's been a little bit of a challenge. I'm, 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 I really feel that, you know, separating work and home is, is important, you know, and, and so when I'm at work, I can focus on work when I'm at home, I can focus at home. Uh, and, uh, and so uh, it's been kind of a, a tough deal to combine those two, especially with a, with a first grader in here, because uh, we, we, uh, we spend a lot of time together. And, and, uh, and so it's been trying to figure out a good balance between mixing, mixing those times together. Uh, and I guess I've been spending a lot of time next to the refrigerator as well. I've gained a few pounds. Uh, you know, uh, it's it's not you know in my in my in my office I don't have a refrigerator right right next to my office. So uh, I've I've spent a little bit you know a little bit more time eating in between uh, meetings like this or whatnot. So I snack a lot. So there you go. What what's, what's been your go-to snack? Uh, goldfish because that's what we have uh, on 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 tap. My my uh, my son loves goldfish, and so. Uh, we, we, uh, we stock up for, you know, at, uh, at Sam's club, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty heavy with the goldfish. All right, coach. <laughs> so, so since you've been at home, have you been, had any time to pick up a, a new skill or a new hobby, anything like that? You know, I've really, I've really been trying to utilize this time to, you know, to really read a lot. Um, I think that's one of the things that's really been helping me, um, get through this is, is doing a lot of reading. Uh, and I've been journaling a lot also, you know, every day I try to, I try to write a little something at the end of the day, uh, you know, about, about my experience, you know, things that I, you know, things that I did, things that I could do better. Um, you know, what were some challenges that I had during the day? What are some, what are some of the solutions, to those challenges? And it's really kind of helping me get through this time. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, it's something I want to continually do, uh, from, from here on out, uh, you know, it's, and it's one of the skills that I picked up, uh, you know, I don't know if you know this, but, uh, we, we, uh, we picked up some skills. I think, I think you were a part of this too. Uh, you know, uh, we've been trying to help out as much as possible around campus as well. Uh, you know, so we picked up some advising opportunities and, and so, you know, we're helping out with advising, you know, our students, 
Um, and then, you know, we've also, uh, I, I've also worked a few uh, uh, shifts in security, actually one shift in security, but it was from uh, uh, 6, 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. a security uh, uh, shift because they, they needed some help. And so, uh, so that was fun. That was a skill that I picked up of driving around, talking on the, on the radio uh, and uh, uh, cruising around campus. So, uh, so it was, it was, it was a fun time, but, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, it, that's, that's what, you know, what we've been spending most of our time is just trying to find ways to, to utilize this time to, you know, to, to further ourselves and, and further our team. Um, and, uh, and like I said, reading and, and journaling have been two of the main things that have been, have been my main focus. Yeah, the university knows that they need people to, to fill in anywhere on campus. We can come talk to our coaches. Our coaches are, are always going to say yes to things like that, helping out our students. So, uh, you know, it, it's been it's been a good challenge, you know, and something different. And, and anytime, you know, I, I think that's the, the best part about it is that anytime those challenges come up or something new comes up and it's a new experience, you know, uh, you know, I think it's really important to, 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 you know, to go out and help out because it's going to help somebody. But it's also going to be, you know, kind of getting me out of my comfort zone a little bit. And, uh, and anytime I'm out of my comfort zone, uh, that's a good thing because, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I'm, I'm growing, I guess. I think that's the, that's the biggest thing I'm learning as we go through. And so, yeah, uh, you know, I've, you know our, our university, you know, they, you know, we lean on them. They lean on us as coaches and, and uh, you know, it's, that's, what's, that's what's best about Laverne. So coach with the journaling, is that something you had done in the past that you decided to pick back up or is that something completely new? Yeah, you know, I've done in the past, you know, you get, I got a couple of these journaling apps and, and I've, I've really found this one that's pretty cool. And the cool thing about this one journaling app uh, um, is, uh, is that it, it asks me questions about like, you know, like, what's your favorite color, you know, like, like, just getting you starting to think about different things, you know, uh, on top of it, you know, not only on top of, you know, uh, uh, what I'm doing for the day, but it's also, you know, kind of helps you kind of create a, you know, kind of a biography of yourself as well. Um, and, uh, and so I've been, I've been kind of getting into that because I also kind of got into this ancestry.com type stuff too, where I'm like researching my family and, and, uh, and my family history. Um, and so, you know, it's really kind of led me to, to, to do that, you know, so, you know, as my, as my, you know, my parents are, are, uh, my parents get a little bit older, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to be, you know, interviewing them as well to, to try to get, you know, to find out what they know about our family history and things along those two lines too because I mean, no one's really ever done that before so I really had this really curiosity with with uh you know making sure that uh you know uh you know I have an understanding and 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 idea about you know about our family history and then on top of that like I said the journaling aspect really was was started because you know it was just getting my mind off of things that I was doing during the day and and one of the things I really found was you know you know you know if you haven't you know if you had a tough day or you know you're trying to figure some things out you know it was tougher you know it's 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 tough to get through those those things but if you write them down you talk about them within yourself you write those things those things down it's really helped out you know uh in in you know stress levels and things along those lines and get you through to the next day um and uh and you know and so it's been it's been a lot of fun it's been a lot of fun to be able to do that uh, it's a way to, to not have to hold on to a bad day right you write it get it out of there right well, yeah, you know, and I read this one, you know, in this book, they, they talked about, you know, like, you know, if, if you have a hard time falling asleep, you know, because of all these things, you know, these, the, you know, you're worried about the things that you did during the day or, or, you know, the, you know, you know, uh, it's called the golf, golf shot mentality, right? So, you know, when you go to bed, instead of thinking about those things, think about all the great things you had during the day, because in golf, you know, what keeps you going back to playing golf is that one shot that I had that day that was a really good shot, because that's about all I have when I play golf is about one good shot. But I think about that shot, which always keeps me coming back. 
well, it's the same thing at night. You know, I, I have that same golf shot theory where, where I just think about the great things that happened during that day. Uh, and that, that, you know, that's what I focus on, not anything else. And, uh, and it's really helped me, you know, kind of, like I said, trying to get through, you know, get through uh, this COVID time and uh, control what I can control. And, uh, and those, are, those are the things that, uh, you know, that I try to do to help myself. Yeah, you know, I've read similar things, you know, people trying to, you know, focus on like gratitude and stuff, you know, you might come to the end of a normal day, but you stop and think, oh, you know what, that was, I went on a nice walk with my dogs or with my kids and my family, and that, you know, that was a nice hour and that you might not think about otherwise, but you know, you take a moment to actually reflect, like, you know, that was, that was actually really meaningful. So it's a way to yeah. kind of show a little more appreciation for all the, the little things you're doing. No doubt. So uh, you mentioned you're reading a lot. Are, are you a nonfiction guy, fiction guy? What's your, what's your go-to type of book? Uh, you know, right now, a lot of leadership books, uh, you know, uh, books that, that revolve around, uh, you know, positive thinking, uh, you know, just trying to just trying to, you know, to, to grow, uh, uh, you know, uh, a little bit more, I think is the biggest thing as a, as a coach and finding ways to be able to do that through through reading. Um, and, uh, and so those have been my, my, my main, my main books that, uh, that I've been, uh, you know, kind of, uh, kind of looking at. So I read a lot of John Gordon stuff. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, with the energy bus, I picked up a few books that, uh, you know, that, uh, uh, you know, a couple former players of, of, of other college football teams had written, um, and, uh, and, you know, talking about their experience in college and what worked for them and things along those lines. And so it's been really, really, really good to, 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 uh, you know, to see, you know, what, you know, what, what the focus of the student athletes experience and how important that is for their success, right? And, and the important for the success of the programs as well, based off of those athletes experience. So how can we, how can we as coaches help better that experience for them uh, so that they, uh, you know, they have a, you know, they, they have a great, you know, fond memory of, of, of being a part of this, you know, being part of a university or being a part of a football program or any, any type of athletic program. Coach. All right, we're going to switch topics a little bit here. So getting getting to more on the athletic side of coach, we, you know, obviously we know you're, you, you know, you coach football. Do you have a favorite sport to either play or watch outside of football? Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I try to watch all, all sports. Uh, you know, my, my wife's a huge basketball fan. She's, uh, you know, she's in Kansas. So she's a big uh, Kansas basketball, uh, you know, uh, fan. So we watch a lot of, of, of a college basketball. Um, we watch a lot of baseball. Uh, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're fans of baseball here. Um, you know, I think the, the cool thing about COVID was I've watched more football uh, because of COVID, because since we weren't playing on Saturdays, I got to watch a lot of college football games. And then even on Sundays, you know, I was able to, to watch a lot of NFL. And so, uh, uh, you know, I'm a Charger fan. So, uh, you know, growing up in a Chiefs fan household, which is a little bit more difficult since my wife and then my, she, she kind of stole my son uh, to be a Chiefs fan as well. Um, and so, uh, uh, which I get it, you know, my, my, my team's, uh, is always, you know, uh, always sets me up for a disappointment. So, uh, so the, the chiefs are pretty good. Uh, and so, yeah, so she's, she's, uh, uh, you know, so we, we watch a lot of NFL, um, to play. I, I love playing golf. Um, you know, it's one of, it's one of the things that, that I enjoy to do. Uh, I'm not very good at it, but I enjoy going out there and playing and have, and having, you know, ha you know, being outside and things along those lines. We love hiking, biking, um, and then I also, uh, you know, especially during the winter time, although we haven't, I haven't done any this year, but, you know, I usually spend some time going up and snowboarding and, and being in the mountains. You know, those are the things that, uh, that I enjoy doing. Awesome, Coach. So uh, let's, let's get into your, your background a little bit here. You know, you've been at Laverne now 10 years. First of all, can you, can you believe that? It's <laughs> your 10th season. Oh, I got it all. 
you're, you're becoming, you're one of our longest tenured coaches now at the University of Laverne. I mean, I mean I'm sure that that's flown by, but it, a lot of work to get to where you are there. So, so first tell us, how'd you get into to football initially? Uh, you know, when did you start playing it? And uh, when did it really start becoming a passion for you? Yeah, you know, I really, I really became passionate about football because my, my father played college football. Uh, and, and that's how I really started, you know, kind of, you know, figuring out that I wanted to be a football player. Um, and, and I guess my mom wasn't too excited about that because she always wanted me to, to, you know, she was always trying to get me to play tennis or, you know, some, or, some other sport, you know, type deal. I, I remember having tennis lessons as a kid. Uh, and, uh, I even played, you know, tennis in high school as well, uh, you know, in the spring. Uh, and, uh, and so, um, so yeah, so I really started getting, I really started getting involved in football at a young age, uh, but really didn't play it until, you know, until I was, uh, you know, in, in junior high and that was flag football. Cause that's all our junior high had. I grew up in a really small town in Cambry, California, about 5,000 people live in that town. Uh, and then my high school football team was an eight man football team. So we actually played eight man football uh, in high school. And so, so, but I was really, I mean, I, I found out, I, you know, in high school, I was, you know, I was, I was, you know, pretty good at it, you know, from that standpoint, you know, compared to, 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 uh, you know, to other players in the team. Um, and, uh, and so that, that's how I really started, you know, really, you know, liking football. And I, and I realized, you know, Hey, I could, I could, you know, I want to try to do this in college. Cause now a lot of players you know, from my high school went off and played college football, you know, eight man's a little more difficult to get out of and do that. Um, so my senior year, we made to 11 man football. We, we made the transition to 11 man football my senior year. So that was a great transition helped me, you know, when I, when I ended up going out and playing, you know, in Colorado for, for Mason state college in, in Grand Junction, um, just a second coach so I mean uh not a lot of people are familiar with eight-man football or or six-man football uh tell us a little bit about, about eight-man football and how that differs from the 11 on 11. Yeah well at first it differs because of the size of the field the field's different right so the field's a little bit smaller dimensions so so you're 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 uh, you're using an 80-yard field instead of a full you know 100-yard field um and and so it's a little bit different in the dimension and, and the width of it as well uh, but, you know, a lot of it's the same, you know, I mean, there's, there's, you know, obviously different, different rules and tactics, but, but a lot of it was still, was, was still very similar to 11 man football. Uh, but, you know, you only have, you know, you can only have a certain amount of, amount of players in the backfield. You have to have a certain amount of players on, on the line. Uh, we were a real heavy run football team. So, you know, I played, you know, I played uh, running back and, and, uh, and, and things along those lines and, and linebacker and on defense, even though I was one of the smaller guys in the team, but, but uh, you know, that's, that's what we did. And, you know, I remember my buddy joking about, you know, he was a wide receiver, but he really never, you know, we never really threw the ball. Uh, and so uh, he, he referred to him as a split tackle. That's what he referred to him as. And, uh, and so uh, he was always out there blocking for us. So uh, it was, it was, uh, you know, it was probably pretty, pretty fun, but you know, what, what really was, was cool about was a small number size of the roster. You really got really close to those guys. You know, my senior year, even though we played 11 man football, we still only had 24 players on the, on the varsity team. So you're going both ways, learning a lot of things, you know, and, and that was kind of a neat experience, you know, never being able to come off the field. You know, it was kind of a badge of honor to go both ways as well as, you know, uh, playing spring, you know, spring ball so, or, or, or sorry, special teams as well. So it just became a, you know, a, a cool experience. Uh, but yeah, eight man football is a little bit, it's a, it's a little more fast paced. There's a lot more room out there to, to, uh, to make people miss. So, you, you know, you have to focus on your fundamentals, you really have to focus on your ability to, to, uh, to, to, to tackle well or uh, make somebody miss. So that's, uh, you know, that's, that was always fun. So, so I, as you're, as you're kind of, you know, really developing a passion for football and looking to play at the next level, were you worried at all that you only had, most of your experience was eight man and then you only had one year of 11 man experience? 
were you worried that that you maybe college were going to overlook you because of that? Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, you're 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 worried about that. The other thing too is I was worried about because not a lot of people that I, you know, there's not a lot of players before me that went off and played. You know, the majority of our students, you know, after they graduated from from high school. They went to the local junior college, which didn't have football. There was another junior college down the road that Coach Durant went to that had football. Um, but, but you know, I didn't want to stay around. I wanted to do something different. And so that's why I really made a focus of like, okay, I'm going to go out and do this. I'm going to go out and play college football, uh, you know, because I really, I, you know, that was, you know, that was, that was part of, 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 you know, of my passion was, was, was football. I mean, that was, that was it, you know, I mean, academics, obviously my family, but football was right up there with it as, as one of my passions. And I really wanted to try doing that I can to make it work because no one else really did. You know, we had, you know, I think, you know, the, like five years prior to my graduation, we had, we had one guy that, that played college football, you know, so then I was kind of the next one. Uh, you know, that, that kind of, you know, carried on. And, and I want to make sure that I made it a, a, an emphasis to, you know, to, to finish it out too and to, and to complete it and, 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 you know, do all four years of the college. So, so yeah, it was, it was pretty difficult to, uh, to make that decision and find the right place that was, that was the best fit for me. And, you know, cause I wasn't recruited out of high school. No one called me, no one, you know, I was, I would just, my mom and I hopped on a plane and, and flew out. I knew I wanted to go to Colorado because like I said, I love, I love skiing and snowboarding. And so, uh, and I want to be out of state. So I, I, we flew out to Colorado. I visited four schools and, and picked one. And the reason I picked one is because it was the only school that their head coach actually met with me. Everybody else just kind of passed me off to a GA or passed me off to an assistant coach and, and, uh, and so uh, when I got to sit down, you know, I got, I got that tour and I said, you know, I really like to play football. And that head coach actually spent time with me. It was the reason why I went there. And, uh, and it was really interesting, you know, because I think that's kind of how it sets with me, you know, as a, as a football coach, you know, is always trying to give people an opportunity and doing the best that I can, because that's what was given to me. And that's how I want to repay it by giving everyone an opportunity, um, you know, because I wasn't a very good, I mean, if I look back at my film, I wouldn't have recruited me either, you know, so, uh, uh, you know, and so it was, it was, it's, it's, uh, you know, you never know what you're going to turn out to. It's not how you start, but it's how you finish. And I think that's one of the things that in the lessons that I learned through my recruitment process, you know, and, uh, and making it out to Colorado. So did, did you know anything about Mesa State beforehand or did you just kind of know, I, I want to play football, I want to be in Colorado, what's out there? Well, it's funny because like I knew I wanted, I wanted to go to Colorado. I, I mapped out this area that I wanted to go to and I said, okay, well, what, what, what colleges are there? And before they had this, like before the internet, because we really didn't have the internet, you know, back then we had, we had these books, you know, and you look up this book and you would go Colorado and it showed all the schools that are in Colorado and, and you could, you could kind of get an idea about tuition costs, you know, what they, you know, majors, all that stuff through this, through this book. So that's how I kind of picked out those schools was based off of that. Um, and so, uh, so that's, yeah, that was the reason why, you know, I ended up out there and I was okay. Division two program, smaller school, cause I'm a small school guy and I didn't want to go to a big university and I didn't, you know, I knew I couldn't play division one football. So I, I did my best to, to, to do that. And I walked on to be a, you know, walked on to Mesa state college, which is now Colorado Mesa university. But, uh, uh, I walked on and, and, uh, you know, and was given an opportunity, you know, that coach said, you know, when I met with him, he said, Hey, you want to come to walk on, we'll take you. So I said, great. You know, I'm there. So did, did they know about you at all? Or did you just kind of show up and say, yeah, this is, I'm, I'm Chris Creek. I want to play football. <laughs> Yeah, that's basically what it was. You know, I got a letter. What happened was I sent my film out to all those schools too. So I like, I gained, you know, you sent your VHS tape out to all the schools and, you know, and I got the, I got the letter back from, from, from Mesa that said, you know, Hey, 
we're all we're all booked up in scholarships. But you know, hey, if you want to walk on, you know, we'd love to we'd love to have you walk on. You know, and I think they did, I think it was they said that to everybody that sent a film in that didn't have scholarships, right? And so, you know, uh, so that, that gave me my opportunity, though. It gave me my, my passion because I didn't get that letter from everybody. You know, I didn't get that letter from everybody. But, but you know, when that coach, you know, spent that time to, to, to write that letter, you know, that, that helped push me to that decision also. But, yeah, they, when I showed up, they had no clue who I was. You know, uh, that was, that was, that was, there was no, no understanding of, 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 uh, of, of, of Chris Creek in, the, uh, in Mesa State football when they showed up day one. So, uh, so the recruiting has changed obviously a lot since, you know, since when you're, you're going through the process, tons of recruiting platforms, recruiting agencies, all these, all these different things. Do you still like when, when, when athletes and act as their own recruiters, you know, they're interested in school and, and they, they send you an email, the coaches, you know, this is who I am. I want to be here. Do, do you still like that kind of approach? Of course. I, I think that approach is a great approach, you know, you know, because if you're passionate about being somewhere, then you're passionate to play for that team. You're passionate to fight for that team, you know, when, when things get tough. So, so yeah, I, I, you know, I think there's, there's a lot to say about that. I mean, I think the reasons why, like I said, I ended up and stayed at, you know, that school is because they took their time to, to, to find out about me. They took their time to, to let me, you know, I mean, not to the time, but they, they allow me to join the program. Right. And so, you know, so acting as my own, as my own recruiting guy, uh, uh, or acting as my own recruiting coach going there, uh, you know, I had a lot of passion to be there. And I think that's the same thing. So, you know, when I get a lot of emails from, from, you know, one player or two players and they keep emailing me, let me know how much they want to be there. Uh, that, that, you know, I have an understanding that they're, they're, they're going to do a lot of things for this program, you know, and, uh, you know, we're a real big believer in hard work pays off, you know, as a, as a, as a football program. And, uh, and I think that's, you know, I'm never going to tell a player that they'll never play for me. And I'm never going to tell a player that they'll start for me. You know I mean? The, the thing is, it's like, when you get here, like we're going to find out how much passion you have based on the action that you give. And, and those guys who are heavy go-getter type guys always have that, you know, always have a pretty good passion and have a lot of action backing it. You know, they'll be in the weight room. They're going to show up things on time. They're going to do those things the right way. So that's why I really enjoy those type of, those, those type of, uh, of athletes that we recruit. So, so you end up at, uh, you know, Mesa State, Colorado Mesa. How does that, your, your, your time there go? How did your, your playing experience go, your academic experience go? Yeah, well, you know, obviously I registered my first year there. So, so I was on a four and a half year, five year plan, uh, you know, so when you register, right, you, you get to practice and that's about it. And that kind of secured me with, if I can make it through this, I can make it through anything because you're the, you know, you're basically, uh, you know, a tackling dummy uh, as a registered, uh, you know, you're practicing without any chance of playing during those days. Uh, and, uh, and, and so, you know, as a walk-on, you know, it was, it was, it was difficult, but it really shaped, you know, it really shaped me for who I am. And I was able to make a transition from high school player to college player during that time. Um, and then it really gave me an idea about what I needed to do in order to be successful later on down the road. But my time there, you know, I, 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 I pride myself on because after that, after that redshirt year, you know, uh, I was able to at least be good enough to where they would travel me. Right. And I'd be on all special, I'd be on certain special teams. I never started. I never started at, at defense. I played, I played defensive back. Um, and, uh, I didn't start until my senior year. So my, 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 my transition was just every year I just had to get, you know, better every year is what, is what I focused on. 
Um, and, and it took, it was tough. You know, there's a lot of times, you know, why am I doing this? Why, you know, why is this? And, and I thank my mom every day because my mom, you know, she, she just doesn't allow me to quit. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, I always tell this kind of story. It's kind of funny. My freshman year, like day three, I was ready to come home. Uh, and my mom was like, Nope, can't come get you. You're, you're staying there. And so it was either stay and play football because they were paying because we hadn't started school yet. So stay and play football so I can get a meal. Uh, and then that just kind of turned into, turned into, you know, uh, you know, things about how I learned, like, you know, why not to quit? You know, you can't quit. If, if I would have quit then, you know, then the next tough thing that came up, I probably would have quit that as well. And so that's why I kind of kept doing it every year and, uh, and just, came, you know, got better and better. And then finally, you know, going into my senior year, I, I, I was finally put on scholarship because what I didn't realize was when you're a walk-on, you really, you're never really going to play fully, you know, a lot because, because, you know, why would they play you over a guy that they're paying? Um, and so, so my senior, when I finally got put on scholarship, my senior year, um, you know, that really just, you know, helped me help guide me. And, and I think my, my, my dad at the time was living in San Diego and I told him like, Hey, I need to, I need to come home and I need to work out and I need to, you know, I need to really focus because they've given me this opportunity and I want to make the most of this opportunity. And so my dad allowed me to come home and, you know, I didn't work that summer. All I did was I, I worked out, you know, basically every single day um, and just put all my focus into football. And that, that, helped me, you know, earn my first starting spot my senior year. And, and, uh, and I was able to accomplish all my goals as a, as a player during that time. So, so it was a long, a long process to get there, but very, very fulfilling and very rewarding at the end. And that's why I'm glad I never quit. Yeah. And of course, that's a, a very, you know, that's a, especially now more of a unique um, way to approach that situation, especially now there's a lot of people, you know, show up one place, no, no spot transfer, next spot transfer. What, do, what does it say when you, you could tell your, your players that you really are able to grind it out like that? Like some guys that may be unsure about where they are, where their status is on the team, or they're right in the middle of that, of that first year where they're not getting a lot of playing time. And then they're really second guessing, you know, okay, I'm here for the right reasons. How does your experience grinding through that help relate to, to athletes like that? Yeah. You know, I, you know, I read a book when I was in college uh, and it was one of our books we read, you know, as, as part of our book club in college, it was called make the big time where you are. Um, and, uh, and it's by Frosty Weatherstein, who was, who was the Western, who was the uh, uh, head football coach at Pacific Lutheran, actually a uh, really successful head football coach up there. And I read this book, make the big time where you're at. And it really was, you know, it really helped me during that process because, you know, my, my thing was, Oh, you know, if I would have transferred somewhere else, like, is the grass really greener over there? You know what I mean? And if I'm focused on maybe going somewhere else, you know, then I'm not really focused on being here, you know? So my, my whole thing was like, take care of this. You know, if I take care of this grass, it's going to be everything I want it to be because I'm here already. I love it here. Um, you know, and, and, you know, yes, my football, I'm not playing, but I wasn't playing because the coaches were keeping me from playing. I wasn't playing because I wasn't good enough yet, you know? And that was the, that was the thing. And, and it's not that I have a lack of confidence, but I have a lack of self-awareness of, of where I am. And I think that's, that's the, that's the key. And so, so, you know, by reading that book and really focusing on, on making the big time there, that allowed me to get to the big time. And that's the thing we talk about as, 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 as coaches to our players, a lot of times the same thing is like, you know, Hey, you know, it's the same thing for us coaches. Like, you know, if I was just, if I was always, you know, trying to get to, you know, while I'm looking at Laverne, trying to get to USC, 
what am I giving to Laverne then? You know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not focused on here. Make this USC, make this what I, what, what I want it to be um, is really important. And I think that's the, that's the biggest focus that, you know, a lot of players, you know, especially now it's like, you know, yeah, you may, you may leave a place to, you know, you may leave a place, you know, for these problems, but you're going to show it to a place and there's going to be new problems that show up. So, so, you know, I didn't want to battle that. And, uh, and, uh, and I knew I could, I could be successful there if I, if I continued this path. And so, so that's, that's basically what I did. And like I said, it all started because like, I just want to focus on, on, uh, on making this, you know, making that school, you know, making, making, making my, my opportunities there the, the most that I can make them. And so, you know, that's, that's the main, the main focus about it. So you got into coaching pretty much right after college, right? When in, when in your mind did coaching and profession uh, really start to take shape as, okay, this is something I really do want to pursue? Well, it's very fortunate because, you know, I actually was going to go and I went into college to become a cardiac rehab specialist, right? I want to go into cardiac rehab. Um, I was, I was very into exercise science, kinesiology. Um, you know, we call it back then human performance and wellness. And so I was very, I was very into that, into the, into the testing models and, 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 uh, you know, conducting tests on, on people, uh, and, and, and going that route. And then I started getting an itch about coaching because I, my student, my, my work study job, I had a work study job and I, I talked to the coaches because no one ever talked to the coach about work study job. And I talked to them and my dad's in software. So my dad, my dad was, was, a you know, was a computer guy, you know, uh, in the eighties and nineties and he was in software and so I had a really good understanding about, about, uh, about electronics and computers. And so uh, I, I convinced them to help me. Uh, I convinced them to give me a job as a work study student uh, to help them organize their, their recruiting. So they had all these, they had these three ring binders that they had for recruiting. And I put all those three ring binders into a database back then. Um, and uh, I can't remember, it was, you know, some other, I can't remember what it was, but uh, you know, database something or other, but anyways, uh, we put it all in there and, and that's how I started my, 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 my coaching realm because I, I was around those coaches a lot, you know, and, and the coaches, you know, it was, it was kind of another side note. I could get, maybe if I get to know these coaches a little bit better, I can play more, you know, that was, that was the other side of it. But, but re- what really, what really helped out was, was it really gave me a passion for coaching what it took because then all of a sudden they, they, they're like, okay, Hey, work. Now you did that. Hey, work on these video stuff. So now I was cutting film for them. You know, I was cutting VHS film for them. And I really became kind of a, a, a GA for them uh, type, type, type person. And, uh, and, and one day, one of the coaches, you know, my, my, my head coach, um, you know, uh, Jay Hood, he told me, he's like, you know what, you could be a really good coach one day. And, and uh, that always stuck in the back of my mind. And, and, you know, he said that as well as, uh, you know, as, as Daryl Funk and Daryl Funk just got the O-line job at BYU. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, Daryl Funk, who was the offensive coordinator at the time for us, you know, I, I was, I was in his office all the time working and uh, he was the one that was kind of giving me all the stuff to do. And, uh, and he said kind of the same thing. And so that kind of just resonated with me. And then as I got, you know, a- after my senior year, you know, after I played my senior year, I loved football so much that that's when I really focused on like, I'm going to be a coach now. Like I said, Hey, I'm going to go into coaching, you know? And so that's what I focused on because I wasn't good enough to play anymore but I didn't want to leave football because I had such a great experience that last year playing starting finally that I just wanted to continue. And, and those guys gave me an opportunity and, and, you know, taught me, you know, they, they helped me grow as a man. And, and I, and that's, you know, I, I wanted to give back on that. That's why I do what I do is because of the fact that they gave for, they, they helped me in a way that I want to help, you know, somebody else. I want to help another player. I want to help, you know, these players to, to, to be what they want to be. So that's kind of how I ended up in the coaching was, was, uh, was, you know, all that start. And so, 
you know, and then I, I graduated, tried to find a job and, you know, it's about who, you know, and uh, my, my former head football coach, he ended up moving on and going and getting a job in Illinois, the division three school called Millick university. And that's, uh, you know, I called him up saying, I want to use you as a reference. And then he called me about two weeks later and said, Hey, we got a job here for a young coach. If you want to come out. And sure enough, I, I was like, all right, I interviewed, got the job. And next thing I know, I was driving my, my 1990 Honda Civic out to, uh, out to Illinois, which I'd never been to before. And, uh, and uh, ended up at Millican University to start my, my career as a football slash baseball coach, uh, you know, getting paid $5,000 a year, uh, but they gave me housing and food. So that was, that was, that was key. Uh, but, you know, I, you know, I thank my dad for this too, because I was, I wasn't sure what I, you know, when I, got, when I was trying, when I was getting shot down by a lot of jobs, I'm like, gosh, maybe I should start making money. And my dad's like, no, you already know how to be a broke college student, you know, go chase your dreams right now. You know, you got this opportunity to do that. And, uh, and so when that job came open, you know, I, I didn't care about the pay, you know, I'm going to give you $50,000 worth of work. You pay me, you know, you pay me $5. I'm going to, I'm going to come out there and work because I wanted the experience. Yeah. And that, that seems to be a, a, a lot of the ways people get into college athletics one way or another is just a lot of grind on the front end. You know, you might not get a lot of the financial rewards initially, but the, the lessons you're learning are really what will help you for the rest of your career. So, so once you get to Milliken, did and you start actually coaching, did it really sink in like, okay, yeah, this is definitely the right choices. This is definitely what I'm meant to do. Or was it the opposite? No doubt. No doubt. I, I was hooked, you know, right when I, right when I got there, you know, and it was funny because I was a defensive player, but the job was wide receiver coach. So I had to learn something new, you know, and I got to be able to put my own spin on it. And, and the thing I loved, so Doug Niebuhr was our head football coach at the time. And the thing I loved about him was he allowed me to, to, uh, you know, to become a great, you know, he allowed me to do it on my own. Basically. He didn't tell me how to do these things. He, you know, he allowed me to research what I want to do. You know, and then I said, I would go to meet with him. Hey, this is what I plan to do. He's like, all right, let's see how it works. And it was, it was a great experience because, you know, it, I, I wasn't, you know, kind of feeding, you know, feeding what somebody else already does. I was able to kind of really work on my own coaching style, um, you know, on my own and what worked for me uh, and utilizing the people that I, you know, that I've been around and associated with. So, yeah, it was, it was, it was like, it was unbelievable. And then, and I had a great opportunity to, to coach baseball too for a guy named Jeff Holm at the same time. So, so, you know, I was on football and then that, those days you always had to have another duty. Right. And so that, that was football was in the fall and then I was in baseball in the spring. Um, and so uh, that was a great experience. And I'd never coached baseball my entire life. Um, I didn't even play high school baseball. You know, I was, I was a statistic. I was, a, I did all the stats because all my friends were playing baseball, but I wasn't very good at it. But it was a great opportunity to to uh, to, to play, you know, to, to be able to coach baseball and, and give a different perspective and see a different perspective from other coaches. And so, so it just really kind of shot my my career going and just kept going. So so what were your baseball responsibilities? I mean, I mean, also <laughs> the coach knows is going to know your baseball background or your lack of background. So what did what did they have you do? Well, it's funny if I remember the story correctly. What happened was that the uh, uh, we were the Milliken was hiring a head baseball coach too, right? And so. Uh, the head football coach was trying to get me hired before the baseball got, coach got hired. And so that's what ended up happening. So the baseball coach kind of got stuck with me. Right. So like, cause I, would, I was hired first. And so when he got here, he's like, well, you got this other coach to his credit. He was amazing. I mean, like, like I get a lot of my coaching style and how I deal with coaches and how I deal with players from him. It was a great experience. And his name is Jeff Holm. And, and he, he, uh, Jeff Holm is, a, is, is out in South Dakota, but, 
but and he I think he's an administrator now as an AD, but but he was he was awesome and just taught me how to really, you know, how to how to coach differently than what I was used to as a football coach, you know, football rah, 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 but baseball's a little bit different. And so it, it really helped me on that. And uh, and so luckily, luckily I got hired first because if, if you know, Coach Holm might not have hired me or wanted to hire me, I may not have gotten that job if uh, <laughs> if otherwise. So uh, so it worked out for me. Awesome. So 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 you leave Milliken, you go work at at, at a GA at a uh, Fort Hayes. Is that correct in uh, Kansas? Right. Yeah, yeah. Ended up at Fort Hayes as a GA, and and my path's always been has always been an opportunity arose because of somebody that I knew. Right. And I think that's the thing It's about networking. Um, and I'm not saying like, you know, give me the job. I'm saying, Hey, you know, I was able to get my resume in the right pile, um, is, is how it all worked out. And then, and then whatever happens after that, you know, then, then that's on me. Right. And so, so I was able to utilize my old head coach, Jay Hood, to be able to help me get this job at, at, you know, and get my resume over to Fort Hayes state. And, uh, and, and so the, the, the head coach for a state hired me and I ended up in Hayes, Kansas. Um, and, uh, it was a, it was a pretty unique experience, uh, you know, making it to Hayes, Kansas, which is division three, you know, sorry, division two school. And so it was my first opportunity to work with scholarship players. So, so yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was unique. How, how was that unique experience? Just the, the small town, just, you know, new culture. I, talk about, about your experience there a little bit. Small town, uh, not a lot to do there, you know, um, uh, you know, it's, it, but you find things to do. I mean, it was a great experience and, you know, and I, I know the, the best part about the experience was I was able to find my wife there, you know, now before I left, my old head coach said, Hey, if you meet a girl in Kansas, you're probably going to marry a girl from Kansas. And sure enough, that's what happened. Uh, and, uh, and so, but it was, it was, a, it was a great experience because it was a completely different way of coaching. And it kind of helped me decide on, on, on a route that I wanted to go, whether I wanted to stay in scholar, try to stay in scholarship football or, or, you know, the division three model. Um, and it really kind of secured myself to want to be in the division three model, uh, uh, you know, because of the fact that, you know, uh, you know, I liked, I liked the aspect of, of not having to play a player because, he's on scholarship or things along those lines. Um, and, and, and it was just a little bit of a different, you know, like I said, just a little bit of a different mentality. And I'm just such a small school guy. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that stuff or along those lines, but, but it was just, I wasn't used to it. I think is the main thing, you know, I'm, I'm sure I would have adapted better. Uh, but it was, it, but it, it really, like I said, it just, it was something that I was, I wasn't used to. So that's why, you know, when I went back to division three, when I went to Lakeland uh, you know, it was, it was much better fit for me from that standpoint. Yeah. And like you said, you know, it's not, not that there was anything wrong with that model, but it's, it's the, you got to find the model that fits you a little bit better. Correct. Right? Yeah. And then, you know, so the D3 model fit you not having, not feeling like you had to play someone, right. It was it maybe, maybe it made it a little bit easier to evaluate players without having to worry about that extra factor. Yeah, it does. You know, and, 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 you know, here in division three, you know, players, players are here because, you know, a, they, you know, they, they, you know, and just like other places, they like the school, don't get me wrong. And, you know, at the other schools as well, but there's a little bit more of a connection here because there is no financial tie for them to, to, to have to play. I mean, they're playing because they love it. Right. And I, and that's, that's the thing that I really admire the division three athlete is, is the fact that, you know, they're here because they're passionate about, about football. They, they, you know, they're like me, right. They're that walk on version of me. Um, and, and so, so I think that was, that was why, you know, why it's really, you know, kind of, kind of, uh, resonated with me a little bit better, uh, you know, from, from how, how I want to coach and, and, and what level I like to coach at. 
you know, so after Bar Hayes, you go to Lakeland and you end up back at Milliken each time kind of taking more responsibility up the coaching ladder. Uh, when does the University of Laverne come across you and how, how does uh, that come into motion moving over and taking over the head coach at Laverne? Yeah, well, well, fortunately or unfortunately, I know Coach Durant prior to this, uh, prior to me coming to Laverne. So uh, Coach Durant and I were, we have a mutual friend that I played in, I was, when I was playing in college, a mutual friend of ours uh, introduced me to Coach Durant, um, uh, you know, because you know, he was from California also. And so when I travel back and forth, I, I'd run into Coach Durant. And, uh, and so that's kind of how, how I knew about Laverne. Um, and so what started off, though, was like when I was at Milliken my last year, you know, so when I went from Lakeland and I went back to Milliken, um, you know, my head coach there, I just told him, I said, you know, hey, I want to be a head coach someday. And I, I really love for you to help me. You know, I really admired him and things along those lines. And I really wanted him to help me become a head football coach. And, uh, and so he gave me a lot of responsibilities, which really helped me in, in the interview process for Laverne, because anytime someone said, well, what do you do about academic? Well, I actually did academics there. Okay. What do you do about weightlifting? Well, I was also in charge of strength conditioning. So I took on a lot of different jobs to be able to, 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 to prepare myself, you know, really to take, you know, to, to, to take over a head coach position and he's helped me do that. And so, so, uh, my connection with, with coach Durant was, was he's like, Hey, we have a job open here. And so he, he talked to me about it and I said, okay. And, uh, and I, I applied for it. And once again, I, you know, I was, I, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you, you have an opportunity. Um, and, and I, I think coach Durant just said, you know, Hey, you know, I think they're going to, I think they're going to, you know, they're going to interview you, you know, on phone. Um, and so I was able to get my resume, you know, to the right people and, and, and ended up, you know, ended up getting, you know, getting, you know, uh, an interview, um, and I wasn't actually the first choice from what I gathered. I think, I think, I think I was, uh, uh, not, not the first choice, but, but opportunity came where I was able to come out and do an, an actual campus interview, you know, after the, after the phone interview. And, uh, and it was a great experience, you know, and it, and it just was such a great fit. And I think that was the, that was the, 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 the main thing in how things work and, and, you know, everything works, you know, works out the way it's supposed to. Um, but you know, it was just such a great fit for me to come to Laverne. And when I got on campus, I knew like, Hey, I, I think, I think this place is, you know, I'm, 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 you know, I think this place could be the right place for me. Um, and you know, so my, my mom, my mom wrote me a four page paper, you know, four page email, basically, you know, explaining why I should, you know, if I, if, you know, when they offered me a job, why I should take it because I also had opportunities to stay at Milliken if I wanted to, but, but, you know, uh, my mom, my mom wrote me, a, you know, a letter and, and I knew it was the right fit too, because I'm close to home, I'm close to family. Uh, but like, there was just something about Laverne that just made me connect. And I think it was because of the connection of people, the, you know, the, 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 the community that's here was something that I was really looking for. And, and uh, I just love it. You know, I, I, you know, that's the reason why I'm still here, you know, is because of the people that are here uh, and it really fit me. And so, so yeah, I'm, I was, I was pretty, I'm very fortunate to be able to be here. Coach, what were some of the highlights of that of that four page letter that, that she was trying to convince you to come back? <laughs> oh, some of the highlights were was was the fact that we didn't have you know be, being closer to home and you know when we had like vacation time for like Christmas or things online, we didn't have to travel to two different places, right? We're close to we're close to my mom's house, so lately I see them often. So we only had to travel to Kansas now, right? We didn't have to travel. We didn't have to take two flights to different places. So that was one of the highlights, I guess, but. You know, I mean, I, I think the I think the, the, the key was, you know, uh, you know, just trying to get back to California and being close uh, was, was the was the main thing. So, yeah.
You know, we talk about fit a lot when it comes to, you know, uh, student athletes choosing the right place. They have to, one, make sure Division three is the right fit for them and then make sure the school is the right fit for them. So you mentioned that Laverne was the right fit for you. Why was it the right fit for you? What, what specific about Laverne was, made you feel like you can make this place home? Relationships. I mean, like, like that's, that's something that's really important for, for me is, is do I have the ability to build relationships at, at, at a place or at, at, at a community? Um, and, and uh, I really found that here at Laverne. It's, it's, you know, the people, you know, what makes Laverne Laverne is the people, you know, it's not, you know, it's not, you know, our, our brand new, you know, residence halls. It's not, you know, it's not, you know, this building, it's not this location. It's the people that are here that makes the most difference. And so, you know, any time that, you know, I just know anytime that I, I, you know, I, I could just feel this when I was doing the interview and, and talking to people and just how they were, you know, interacted with each other. Um, you know, and the other thing too is like, you know, I, I remember the small things of like, you know, walking in and a student opened the door for me, you know, when I was, when I was, when I was walking into a building and like, like those little things were like huge for me, you know, when, when understanding about, about, you know, about a, a place. Um, and so, you know, just having that, having that connection and, and to know that, you know, if, if, if I'm anything, there's going to be people that are going to be here to help me and, the, and vice versa, if they need anything, they're going to, you know, they'll accept my help, you know, uh, when, when I can help. So, uh, that, that, that was the, that was the main focus and, and just getting to meet the, you know, you know, the players getting to meet the people from the, you know, from, you know, not, not only that, but past coaches that, that, you know, that I interviewed with or, or that, you know, that I, that I got to meet with. Uh, I just, I, I could, I could tell that this place wanted to be, wanted to be successful. And, and, uh, and there's a lot of people that wanted to help you do that. And I think that's, that was the key. And that's the key to success, you know, for, for, for here at Laverne. So, so you get to Laverne, your first head coaching job after all the excitement of, you know, you, you've reached your next goal of, of being a, a collegiate head coach or, you're back in the state you're from. Is there an overwhelming feeling that comes in? Like, okay, I'm actually a head coach now. I, this is my responsibility. Was there any of that kind of feeling sink in, you know, after you got to Laverne? No doubt. Um, you know, it's all, it's all on, you know, it's all on, on me. Right. Uh, it, yeah, it, it did, you know, but, but it wasn't anything that I was, I, I'd shy away from, you know, I mean, it was something that were, where, you know, like I was excited for it. I was, I was ready for the challenge. I was prepared for the challenge, you know, and I really felt that I was. And the best part about it was, you know, as, as, as much as I thought I was prepared, there's also things that I had to do that I had to be better at as well. And that's why, you know, like every year, you know, it's really important every year to, to self-evaluate, reevaluate how you did things um, and, and finding different ways of being, you know, of, of, of being a better version of you, it was, was really important after every year as well. And so, so that really helped me out also. And I had a great group of coaches and, and it's just been, you know, you know, it was, it was, it was scary, but it wasn't that scary. Cause like, I knew those, you know, the best part about the first group, you know, that, that first group of players was they were so hungry to be successful. Right. And we could have told them anything and they would have gone and done, and, and done it. And, and, and they, and they did. And, and it was, it was, it was a great, it was a great group to, to really come into with. Um, and, uh, and like I said, you know, like, like, you know, I had, I had, you know, with coach Durant um, and, uh, and, and knowing him, you know, like, like he helped guide me a little bit to be able to help me, you know, uh, uh, you know, with my, with that first transition that first year. So it, it was great. You know, so we mentioned now, you know, t 10 years at Laverne, you're, you're someone that, that focuses a lot on self-reflection, self-awareness. What are some of the, the big differences that, that uh, uh, with the way you approach your team now 
10 years into it versus, you know, at the early start of your tenure? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, I think, I think I'm a little bit more, uh, uh, I'm not as reactive, you know what I mean? So like, like, uh, you know, I, I, I try to, I try to, I try to, I, I try to think about it a little bit more. I ask other, others opinions, you know, on certain situations that I'm not, you know, 100% comfortable about. Um, you know, when I, when I was a younger coach, a little more fiery and a little bit more uh, reactive uh, towards towards you know uh, you know things that are good and bad. Uh, and so now it's 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 a little bit more of you know I have a better understanding of 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 how Laverne works. I have a better understanding of how of how um, you know how how to treat our students. Um, and and uh, and making sure that you know that I treat them in a way of like you know it's about their experience. Um, it's not, you know, you know, this is the one thing that you know, all of us coaches have to go through. And, you know, I remember read another book, you know, egos, you know, about ego being the enemy, but you know, it, it's about their experience, not about, you know, you know, you know, my experience is going to, is going to come through them. And so if I, if I, if I make the fact, if I, if I factor on, on making sure that I'm here for them and, and I, and I take that approach rather than they're here for me, um, that, that was, that's, that's, that's the main focus that we, that we focus on, you know, as a, as a coaching staff here is, is, you know, is the fact that it's their experience that matters. You know, like I said, we don't have scholarships. So, so how do we get kids to stay? How do we get kids to want to be here? Well, if they're having a great experience, then, then there's going to have a, they're going to have a, we're going to have a much better opportunity about, about these players, you know, making it from their, you know, from their freshman to senior year, um, you know, by doing that. So, so that took a little bit of development to be able to, to really identify, you know, that, that, you know, Hey, how do we, how do we make their experience, you know, just that much better? What are the small things or little things that we can do, you know, here at a small school to, uh, to help enhance their, 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 their time here. And that's, that's something that we, that we try to focus on. You know, now talking about experience, you know, this, this last year has been experience unlike, you know, anyone ever, you know, in coaching and, and just anyone. How, how have you been able to, to or how have you tried to manage the, the group of young men that you have on your team, uh, young men and, and young women you have on your team um, through this time, you know, from delayed season to canceled season? And it's a lot of people to manage online virtually. Yeah, it's, um, it's really been a challenge. And, and I think the biggest thing is communication. You know, I think that's the one thing that, that we try to do the, the best of is, is, you know, is try to communicate, you know, with them as much as possible. Um, and, and so, you know, that is also having doors that are open. So, so we, you know, what we, what we, what we try to do is, is, you know, we have office hours for our coaches where we're, we're open. We, you know, my zoom will be on, uh, and any player that wants to, you know, that wants to hop on and say something or talk to me about something, you know, they have that ability to do that from there. Our phone numbers, you know, obviously all of our players have our phone numbers, but, you know, what we really focus with our players on and talk to them about is like, is like, you know, hey, how can we make this, you know, negative into a positive? And that's what we really, what we really try to try to hammer. And so we developed, you know, our, our you know, Coach Ravellis did an awesome job developing our, our program called Leo's After Ball, which is, which is, uh, uh, you know, we're trying to connect as many alumni with, with our current players as we can. And we're also going to try to try to make that into a, into a bigger program where, you know, our players are going to be able to, you know, our incoming players are going to have, have experience or are going to be able to talk to those with experience of, Hey, making the transition from school to college, and then hopefully to be able to make that transition from college to the real world. Um, you know, we're going to utilize our alumni to, to be able to help us with that and, and to be able to build that connection and be able to build that network. You know, and like I said, everything comes back to relationships. And, and so if we have great communication 
and we have a great network of, of people who want to help, uh, then, then, you know, I think we're going to be able to move forward. And I think that's the important thing is like trying to take this, this whole thing that's happening with COVID, take it from a negative into a positive and trying to do it better than everybody else. And, and, you know, the nice thing is there's no playbook for it. You know, um, I, I just know that, you know, what our, you know, what our players appreciate is, is us being, you know, being available and our players are appreciating us helping them, you know, if they, if they're having trouble, you know, with, with, with something in class or they're having an issue that we can help them through that issue uh, and get a problem, you know, and help them solve that problem. And then they'll be able to solve that problem for themselves later on down the road. You know, coach, yeah. So that, the Leo's after ball is something that, that really caught my, uh, caught my attention of the way that you're, you're connecting with your athletes. And then also you guys did something uh, on Instagram in December, you want to talk about that a little bit more? Yeah, we, we did, uh, you know, we did a gratitude, a 30 days of gratitude, um, you know, because we, we really felt it was important, you know, because I think at the time we were getting, you know, so much bad news on the press or, or you know, things along those lines from COVID to this, you know, so we really want to take that, you know, those holiday times and, and try to try to, you know, try to do something where we can give back. Um, and, and so what we did was we did 30 days of gratitude where we had, we had players, uh, send us videos, uh, about what they were grateful for, you know, during this time, you know, and, and it really, you know, it really started off like we were just doing it amongst each other, you know, like, like sharing it with our players and things like those, but then it got turned out like, like, I think more people need to hear about this. And so that was one of the reasons why we, we really wanted to, to promote that on Instagram and, and Twitter and get it out on social media was because, you know, we, we really felt that, you know, if I felt good listening to our players talk about these things, maybe somebody else will too. And, uh, and, and it just really helped us, you know, kind of get perspective on, on, on what, what, what we should be grateful for and, 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 and uh, give us perspective that not everything is, is as bad as it seems, you know, I always had a professor, you know, you know, every time I went into a, a, a test, you know, you'd ask me, you know, this professor would always say, well, you know, how'd you do? Well, I think I did pretty good. Or I didn't think I did very well. And he would always say, you know, Hey, things are never as good as you seem or, or, or you know, they're never, never as good as you think or as bad as it seems. You know, he would always say that. And, and it's true. Right. And so it gave us really good balance to be able to share that. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun to be able to, to be able to do that. And I think it helped our players, too, to get a perspective on what they were grateful for, because a lot of times you don't ask that question. You know, you don't ask that question. You just you're, you're in that present time. But you really stop. You know, like I said, going back to that journaling that I have you know, like that, that helps me do that. And I, and I gained a lot because of, because of that gratitude, uh, you know, those, those 30 days of gratitude. Yeah. Coach, that, you know, you mentioned right there with the journaling, it's, there's an obvious through line here with a lot of the things we've been talking about, you know, focusing on the positives in a lot of situations, you know, even when you're grinding, even when, when it gets hard, focusing on, on the positivity and having gratitude for that stuff. Is, is that something conscious that you make sure to tie in or is that just kind of you and, and that's the way it manifests itself when you, when you speak to your team and you, when you work with your team? Yeah, you know, my family, you know, we, we always, you know, growing up, you know, with, with, with my family and, and, you know, I come from a split household. So, you know, my mom lived up in the San Luis Obispo area. My dad lived down in San Diego. And so, but we had this one common thing as a family though was, was you never focused on what you didn't have, you know, just focus on what you do have. You know, I mean, that's, 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 that was really important. And, and we, we sometimes don't take time to do that, you know, as, 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 as you know, I, I recognize that some of our players, you know, a lot of times, well, I don't have this, I don't have that, I don't have this. Okay, well, what do you have, right? If you, if you, if you try to change that mindset and focus on the great things you have, um, you know, it's going to get you through a lot of things because, you know, I, I just know, you know, I mean, 
for our players, we talk about this, you know, I, I know there'll be someone that wants to trade places with you, right? So really be appreciative of what you have because there's someone in life that, that's going to want to trade places with you because of what you have and, and you don't recognize it. And so like going through that whole, you know, and really focusing on those things, you know, can, can, can really make, make you appreciate what it is that you have, you know, in life. And, uh, and so that was, that was, you know, that's one of the main focuses that we talk about a lot of times within our program. And we talk about as coaches and we talk about my family. I mean, it's just, it's just so important to be able to do that because, you know, uh, otherwise, you know, the alternative is, is, you know, is, 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 you know, negative, you know, and, and that's, like I said, that's something you don't want. So, so we just focus on those good things. You know, coach, I, I really, I really like that, that approach there. You know, there's, there's a, a lot of negative you always focus on and you know, forget to, to focus on, on all the, the different blessings that we have in our life. You know, so coach, so, so things are, are, are starting to trend in a, in a, in a better direction. So, you know, all signs point to, you know, having a, a, a regular season in the fall, you know, fingers crossed, hopefully everything continues on this trajectory. What are some things we could look forward to hopefully this fall? Yeah, we know we're, we're really excited about, you know, the opportunity. I think, I think we're hungry, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's the best part about it. Our players are hungry. Our coaches are hungry to get back out there, um, you know, and, uh, and so, you know, we, we, we're, we're really doing a lot of things football wise, uh, you know, as a coaching staff to kind of change a little bit of the way that, you know, football is played. You know, we're really focusing a lot about possessions and, and, and how can we increase possession time with our, with our offense. Uh, you know, I stole this from coach Rodriguez, one of our, one of our defensive coordinators, uh, from, from, uh, from a few years ago, uh, and great coach. And, and, and he's now at the university of Akron, you know, uh, you know, coaching out there, but, you know, he, he brought this to Laverne, which was the ball is everything. And, uh, and so, uh, you know, and, and, and when you really start thinking about like, yeah, in football, the ball is everything. Like it's so important, you know, that everything revolves around the ball and he, you know, the, the, the team that controls the ball is usually the team that's going to, that's going to win the game. So we're really trying to focus on ways of being able to increase our number of, of takeaways on defense and limit our number of turnovers on, on offense. And we feel we can control those 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 things in a, in a better in a better way. Uh, and then then we're uh, you know we're going to have better opportunities to be to be successful. And so there's going to be some crazy things that we're going to be doing uh, you know as as a as a as a football program. You know, like I said, when it comes to possessions. So we're we're really excited about about uh, uh, you know some of the secretive stuff that we're working on. No, no, it's uh, secretive, but. Uh, uh, but we're really excited about, about, you know, about the direction that our, that our program's going. Um, and, uh, and, you know, we're, we're, we're just going to be excited about getting back out there. You know, I think that's the, that's the main thing is I want to be able to see, I always keep telling my players, you know, I just can't wait to see you in three dimension, you know, like uh, everything's in two dimension right now on these computer screens, but, you know, I mean, it's been so tough because we haven't been able to see them since last, you know, since last March, our returning players. And then our freshmen who came in this year, I haven't, I haven't had a meeting with them face to face, you know, uh, yet. And so like that, that's been very difficult. And so I think, I think we're going to be so appreciative when we just are able just to get out there and just say hi, you know what I mean? And, and be able to see each other face to face and, and, and really, and really, you know, work on developing that brotherhood, uh, and, you know, as a football program and, 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 you know, and like I said, we shouldn't say football program this is a football family that we're, that we have. And that's, uh, that's, that's going to be the main focus that we, that we start with. Awesome coach. Uh, just, just speaking on, on a personal note, I know, I know you on offense, you guys like to spread it out a lot of RPO. Uh, Coach Ravellis, you know, I was a fullback, so if you guys throw some power eye stuff, I, I, you know, I, I will not be offended. And uh, I kind of like watching that, that, that uh, the hard, uh, hard style of football, you know, yeah. running all at you. 
You and Coach Winterburn, Coach Winterburn, yeah. uh, your eighty Winterburn. He he he's a he's a fullback you know, from Arcadia High School also. Yeah. And I know I know. Did he coach you in Did he coach you in Pee Wee League or some of that? Or uh... yeah, yeah. So so Coach Winterburn, uh, I played on uh, Junior All American in Glendora with, with his son Joe. So he was one of our coaches for uh, three of the years I played youth football. Yeah. 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 So. No, we, we are. And, and I'm making a transition. This is, this is the first time I'm making a transition to offense. So I'm going to help out. I'm going to coach the running backs this year. So, so, um, so I'm really excited about that. Coach Ravellis has graciously allowed me to, uh, to come and, and, uh, and critique the offense from a defensive perspective. Uh, but I'm really excited about it. It's, 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 a, it's something that's challenging. I think, I think when it, when it comes down to curiosity, like I have a, I'm curious about the offensive side of the ball more, you know, I have this curiosity about it. And when you have that curiosity, you know, it sparks excitement. And so I'm really excited about having this fact that I'm going to be on the offensive side and, uh, and be able to help, help, help out uh, in that area a little bit more, uh, you know, as a position coach, I'm really fired up about. And, uh, and you know, uh, and, you know hopefully, hopefully be able to give a defense, you know, a little bit more of a defensive perspective on, on our offense, uh, you know, and maybe do some of the things that, uh, that I hated done to me when I was a defensive coordinator. We'll see. All right, coach. All right, so we're, we'll start to wrap up here. So I got a couple of questions for you. So first, uh, what is one of your favorite on-field moments at Laverne? I'm just gonna say one of, so you don't have to scramble and try to pick your 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 best one, but one of the, the top on-field moments you've had. I think one of one of the top on-field moments that we had was when we when we when we beat Occidental College in 2011. Um, we, we played them at their place and it was my first victory ever as a, as a head football coach. Um, and, and it was, it was against a team that, you know, at the time was one of the most successful programs in, in Skyac, you know, for, you know, during that decade. Um, and, uh, and one of my favorite moments was coach Warsaw, who was my offensive coordinator at the time, uh, right before the half, he says, watch this. And sure enough, we ran the hook and ladder. Uh, and we ran a we ran the hook and ladder, uh, uh, and and lateral the ball to our our uh, one of our wide receivers coming around. We, we threw a hook a, a hitch. Wide receiver came around. We tossed it to him. He ran it for a touchdown right before the uh, right before the half. And right then, I just knew we're going to win this game. Uh, and uh, and it was just a great moment for our players because at that time that 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 that, that you know that group of players you know, had gone through some rough, some rough years and, and, uh, and to, to, to win that game and to have that experience was probably the, probably my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, and if I remember correctly, the year before against Oxy, it was like a 20, 20 to nothing or 30 to nothing loss. So, you know, being able to rebound from that, I was actually at that game coach. I was, I was a statistician for that game. So I remember it pretty, <laughs> pretty well. That's right. Uh, yeah. uh, what, what is one of your favorite off field moments that you've had at Laverne? Oh shoot. That's a, that's a great, I mean, there's so many of them, uh, you know, from that standpoint, uh, you know, probably, probably one of my favorite off, off memory moments is just, is just, you know, homecoming, um, you know, and, and, and the, the, you know, being around the alumni during homecoming, uh, and, and, and seeing, you know, seeing them come back, you know, from a, from a football standpoint, and then on top of that, you know, the, their love for the university. I mean, you know, I, I think we have, uh, you know, I think our, our, you know, the people that graduate from Laverne, they just love Laverne so much. Um, you know, there's just something about that, that atmosphere uh, that, that I can't, you know, I can't explain. And it's not just the atmosphere during the game. I'm talking about, you know, 
the the pregame that they do to the you know to the to the afterwards you know in the in the in the Laverne downtown area you know just the just to be able to to, to see them experience that um, it's it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty special and pretty amazing. Got it. All right, coach. So you, you have a big big staff, but if you had to choose one head coach at Laverne to be your only assistant coach, who would you choose and why? <laughs> oh, who would I choose and why? It's uh, I would choose Coach Reed uh, as as my uh, as one of my assistants. Uh, I think you know he, he's a basketball coach. I know, but he, he's he's a, I feel he's a football coach in a in a basketball coach's body, um, and. Uh, uh, the way he approaches practice, the way he approaches, uh, you know, uh, he approaches his team, uh, you know, and, and prepares. There's a lot of there's a lot of football, men, you know, football things that he does in, in, in practice. Um, and we, we spent a lot of time, you know, talking and going over, you know, uh, you know, uh, how they prepare to how we prepare. Um, and there's a lot of similarities. and There's a lot of things that we've taken from them took from from him and his staff. And there's a lot of things that he's taken from from our staff. Uh, and so, uh, and, uh, and I think he'd be, he'd be a heck of a, heck of a position coach, uh, to, uh, to, uh, to be part of, uh, be part of our staff. So, you know, but I, there, there's so, I mean, I, you know, you put me on the spot there, you know, yeah. I, I'd say, yeah, I, I, we, we, we know, we know we all our coaches are great. So no hard feelings for, for any of them if they're yeah, not. No doubt. No right, doubt. We're going to flip that. If you have to choose to be on someone's staff, whose staff would you want to be a part of? Oh, that's a, that's a good one too. Uh, well, there's two, you know, uh, I love, I, I love to be on coach Pruitt's staff. Um, you know, the, he, he is, you know, he's one of the, he's one of the coaches that, you know, he's always for, forward thinking. Um, and, and is, I really feel he's one step ahead of everybody else. Uh, you know, every, every, you know, you know, during that time, you know, I mean, it's, it's, you know, you know, he was a, you know, he's, he's a step ahead in COVID. He's a step ahead of, of, of what needs to be done. So, so that, that's something that I really, you know, I, I really, you know, admire is, is, you know, that forward thinking, you know, doing things differently than what's been done before. And, uh, and so that's, that's one of the things. And then, and obviously I think, I think coach Winterburn's uh, baseball team, uh, you know, as far as, as being on his staff, I think I can learn a lot, you know, from, from the baseball aspect, but I think that's more because I wasn't, you know, like I said, I used to be a baseball coach. So I, I think that's more of a curiosity from that standpoint, but, but, uh, but yeah, I, I would say, I would say uh, coach Pruitt would definitely be the, uh, would be the, uh, the, 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 the guy I'd like to work under. All right, coach, you have to choose one artist or one, one band to listen to for the rest of the time. Which one are you choosing? Oh my goodness. Yeah. You, you, you guys are going to, there's two bands, actually my two favorite bands of all time. Uh, Growing up, I was a big Oingo Boingo fan. Uh, so, uh, you know, saw them in concert numerous times. Uh, you know, used to listen to them on K-Rock all the time uh, uh, and, uh, and things along those lines. So Oingo Boingo. And then uh, when I got older, it was the Bare Naked Ladies was the other one, Canadian group. Uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm kind of a, I'm a big, I love all types of music. Growing up, you know, it was either, you know, I, I grew up listening to punk rock to, you know, everything, you know. Uh, but I think I think growing up, I never listened. I didn't like the top. I wasn't I wasn't listening to the top forty because it wasn't cool back then, right? So so now I'm listening to uh, anything that my son wants to listen to. A lot of kids bop, uh, you know, things along those lines. But I'm a big music guy. Bet you didn't know this, but I was actually uh, you know in high school I was actually awarded the uh, the uh, the Bank of America Award for music. Um, I was a I was a, a saxophone player. Music's really important in my life. 
um, and uh, and is something that uh, that I that I love. Uh, you know, I, I love to this day. And so I like all all types of music. I I, I find value in, in everything. Um, and, uh, and so my, my collection is, uh, thank goodness for Apple music, because now I have access to anything and everything that I want. Uh, and, uh, and I'm, I'm usually mixing up to, to, uh, to, you know, you know, during those times. So do you still play the saxophone? I wish I did, but I don't, um, it might be, you know, it might be something that, you know, I might, I might take up later on down the road, but, uh, you know, I, I, it's, it's something I really miss. Uh, I, I tell you that I really miss when I was in high school, I was in a jazz band in high school and, uh, and played, I had a really great music teacher and, and I was able to, you know, learn a lot from him and, and just love my experience from, you know, playing this jazz band as an alto saxophone and baritone saxophone player. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah. see, you never know. Maybe there's still a Charlie Parker in you, maybe down the line, <laughs> once you get a little more free time. Hey, I tell you what, you guys listen, if you guys watched the movie Soul yet, it's a great movie, uh, you know, Soul from Disney. Uh, we just watched that a little bit ago uh, and, uh, and I loved it. So, yeah, well, uh, Coach uh, Jeff Hendershaw, volleyball head coach, just picked up the guitar backup. So maybe there's a, there's a I saw that. band in the future kind of. <laughs> all, right, all right, Coach, um, what's, what's one thing you want to improve most about yourself? Uh, you know, I, I just want to, I want to, you know, just being aware of, of, you know, uh, you know, just being aware of myself and, 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 and how, uh, you know, you know, I guess how to conduct myself socially, I guess. I don't know. It's weird because like, you know, you haven't been in a social setting for so long, uh, you know, because we're always at home. We're always doing those things. So, so for, for, for me, it's like, you know, just always trying to better myself and how I, on how I interact with people. Um, and, and, uh, you know, and, you know, not saying I interact with people poorly, but I just, you know, I'm always want to be aware of, of, you know, of, of how, of, of how I can do a better job of communicating with somebody else. I really believe that, you know, all, a lot of our world's problems would be solved if we could learn to communicate better. And so, you know, and that's one thing that I, I always, you know, want to do a better job of, you know, I always joke with the, with my players, I joke with the recruits, you know, I'm very hyperactive. I talk way too much. Um, and I think those are things that, uh, you know, I need to do a little bit less of, and I do need a little bit more of, of, of listening. Um, and so those are the things that, you know, that, uh, uh, you know, I, I want to do a better job of, and, and I need to do a better job because pretty soon I think we're going to be back into a social settings. And so, uh, I don't want to be, uh, you know, uh, awkward in that way. Uh, and so, uh, so, you know, I'm always looking to, to try to, to try to burn myself in, in, in that sense. All right. And, and, and last question, what are three words? you hope people would use to describe you? Oh, three words. So like, like in succession, like, uh, you know, uh, oh, well, three adjectives. It could be, uh, you know, does his best, whatever, whatever however you want to do it. Well, I, I would say, uh, you know, hardworking, you know, you know, problem solver. I mean, I, I, I guess I, I, you know, that's, that's, that's tough. I have a real hard time talking about myself sometimes. So, uh, uh, but, but, you know, I, I think that, I think the big, you know, the thing that we talk about, you know, in a football program has really set my mind, you know, to this thing that's important is hard work pays off. I know it's not three, it's four, but, but, you know, I'm not, you know, I, I was able to get here and I, and I see my players succeed because of, because of the work that they do. And, and because I wasn't very talented as a football player, I had to work harder than everybody else. And I think that's the, that's the, 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 I guess would be the best thing would be hard work pays off, you know, because it, it really does in my, in my mind. So we'll, we'll make hard work one word and then we'll do pays off as the, uh, 
uh, you know, as the as the second one or as the last two. So there you I go. That. All right, Coach. Before we sign off, is there anything you want to tell the Leo family? No, I'm just really excited about getting back. You know, I, I you know, this this has been uh, this has been tough. You know, for all of us. Uh, you know, we're going to get through this. Uh, you know, together. Um, you know, I'm always available. You know, uh, to to for, for you know anyone can can reach me uh, on my on my Twitter. You know, DM me on Twitter or Instagram. Um, you know, if there's anything I can do to help anybody out there, you know, part of the Leo family that 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 uh, that I can help with, you know, please let us let me know. Um, and uh, and you know, I'm just really excited about the about our opportunities, about being you know being back out there on the field and utilizing you know utilizing sport to to help our young men. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, be successful later on down the road in life. So, you know, if there's anything I can do to, you know, past, present, future, future students, future Leos, you know, let me know what I can do to help. Great, Coach. Uh, I really enjoyed this conversation. I feel like we could have gone for another hour. Uh, maybe, maybe we've got to do a part two in the future. Uh, to all the Leo fans out there, again, thank you for listening to the Laverne Athletics Podcast. Please share this with all your Leo family, all your friends. We'll be back with another episode of Leo's on the Spot in a couple weeks. Then we'll have another episode of Know Your Leo's next week, interviewing some of our student athletes. Coach, once again, thanks for joining us. And we look forward to seeing you back in action in the fall. Thanks, Andy. I really appreciate you doing this, man. This means a lot. You know, I mean, I, I, was, just, I was just glad to be here. And I just really appreciate you doing this and, and, uh, and giving us this opportunity. So thank you very much for doing it. You got it, Coach.